Alright, welcome back to Legendary 4 Adventures Space Vampires. I am your Dungeon Master, Samuel Peterson. My name's Calvin Adams. I play Surya, the half-orc monk. I'm Gary. I play Julian, the gnome bard. And I'm Dustin. I play the Icy Toy Toyga, a rogue turtle. And we were talking a little bit about movies beforehand. Uh, oh, yeah. So I'm just curious. I mean, we talked a little bit about it, but I want to get it on mic. What <laughs> movies are coming out? Any? Anything that's good? I don't understand why we need a Cruella movie. I'm not over it. <laughs> like, I don't. Why do we need an entire, like, a whole anti-hero backstory thing for every. And it's, I'm her name's say... Cruella DeVille. To back Cruel Calvin Devil. up here, why? he hasn't even seen the trailer, <laughs> and he's saying that. I haven't. I haven't. Guys I don't want listening, to. You know, if you've seen the trailer, you should. He doesn't need to. Is it? Is it that bad? It's I not like. It I will say, like, there's bad movies out there. Like, I recently rewatched the the Justice League to see the new version of the... Justice League, and there are oh, some shots in there. After each yeah, other? I did. I did it. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll probably make a video about it because it's oh, interesting. Nice. But there Check are some out Gary's things. review on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. It's been a long time since I posted, so get ready <laughs> and stay ready for new a while. content uh, every day. <laughs> One day. Uh, but uh, the there are some shots in the theatrical cut of that movie that are like this isn't even a movie. And <laughs> the Cruella trailer for the like at least from what I saw looks like a movie. You know what I mean? It yeah. got, it's got that. So, you know, they could pull one. I don't know. Like, there are some trailers that you're like, this is going to be dog shit. And then it, they pull one out of their ass. And you're like, holy shit, that that was good. Uh, I don't think well, this I mean, will be that, though. No, Maleficent did well. That's probably That's, why. Yeah, exactly. Maleficent is still the one that they're like, hey, Maleficent, though. If that worked, <laughs> let's get in Cruella DeVille and try and get people to, to uh, root for cruel devil <laughs> yeah don't she wants you to kill dogs why the fashion icon who kills dogs for a living yeah. on, does that don't you want to know that explain that that makes no sense dude it's is that what she yeah. does she kills them that's like what she wants <laughs> she to do wants at least coat. she yeah, wants she the wants dalmatian their... coats because she thinks it's uh... like the peak of fashion or something if i remember i i'm only very very well versed in the uh, live action 101 Dalmatians with uh, what's his name? Isn't it Jeff Daniels? Oh, no, I don't think I saw that one. <laughs> no way. Oh, wait, man. there was a live action one, 101 Dalmatians? Yeah, all right, dude, I Hot remember take, that one. It slaps, <laughs> it's good. Okay, when it's did with it come a, out? no, dude, it's with Glenn Close. You got real dogs oh. in the movie, and Glenn Close dude. is oh an God, iconic Jeff Cruella DeVille. Hugh Laurie, what was Jeff Daniels and Hugh Laurie? <laughs> All right, that what? does sound like a stacked cast, but it's fucking good. Dude, I don't know. No, Maybe I'm, yeah. dude. That might be one we explore on our other thing. But dude, uh, you had I plug it? Cruella Deville played by <laughs> the fucking uh, what's what's her name? What's what's the name of that one movie she did that she's super well known for? Fatal Attractions. Did you guys ever watch that one? Fatal Attraction. Glenn I actually Close? haven't. That's uh, Glenn Close and and uh, Michael Douglas. Right? Yeah. Yeah, she boils the rabbit. It's, it's a great, Ooh. it's a great, great film. But I'm sure that's oh, why she got the Cruella Deville part. But like, you have Glenn Close playing Cruella. Like, just don't, just stop. Yeah, stop. <laughs> you there. did it. Oh, you're, you're talking about 
you were, you're talking about the live action 101 I, I thought you were talking about because emma stone is corella in the oh. new movie yeah <laughs> she is in yeah the so new i was one. like wait yeah. what no she wasn't in that she couldn't have been no way <laughs> you're 100 right, well, right dustin stop while you're ahead which is what we're gonna do with this conversation yeah <laughs> Let's get into the the question here. Question for today is, uh, your character dies but does not cross over to the afterlife. What do they haunt and why? Ooh. Fucking vampires who want to put out the sun. <laughs> yes. Wow. I mean, that's for Surya. I mean, like, you've realized what you hate the most through this campaign. Yeah. I don't know. You're just going to drift to their ship and then, like, occasionally knock a chair over or something? Yeah, I'll just, like, try and lift a needle up to their blood bags and spill it all over the place and fuck with them. <laughs> well, you guys have already fucked with them in that way. That so, is true. Uh, I feel like Julian would take over random elevators and just be like, why? With the elevator music. He'd just, Why? <laughs> And you'd be like, oh, what was that? And then you'd hear, like, the elevator music start to drift back. And then you'd be like, no, what is, no. What is that? <laughs> what is that? And then, yeah, Julian's not a huge fan of elevator music. Oh, uh, okay, that's what it is. He's he's upset. I thought you were... I thought you were being like, why do elevators need music? But uh, It's the yeah. music. Just, if we have the good music, music to Julian, because I... Muzak, <laughs> gotcha. I think is what it's called in elevator elevator music. I think it's called Muzak. Oh, actually, that, that's really. I think that's a real thing. I think so. Yeah, and Julian is of the Gary, the player, is not of this category of person. But Julian is of the category of person that considers it not uh, not an art form that he respects. There you go. That's a good way to put it. So he's like, well, we have good music, you know. Play some Queen. You can be going <laughs> yeah. from third floor to fourth floor and listen to Bohemian Rhapsody guitar solo. <laughs> it's just the bohemian rhapsody guitar solo on loop (laughs) just like headbanging all the time i I also now i like the uh character idea of the inventor of elevator music (laughs) like a specifically D &D character like they made magical lifts and this person's like hey what if we put music in it uh, why and it can't be but, yeah. it, just like really basic, just like yeah. one instrument or two. Quiet. Tons of good music, but fuck that. Dustin, what, what do you think? What are you haunting? Uh, I'm I'm haunting what's his name? Uh, fucking uh, who's guy who tan? stabbed me? Tan, <laughs> you yeah, tan, tan, yeah, yeah. I'm haunting you tan, dude. First. Absolutely, <laughs> stabbed it first. No, that's, that's pretty canon though. When you think about like all horror movies, usually the haunter has like a reason they're haunting. But then when you dig deep enough, it's like, well, they were a witch, right. or well, they were like you know someone yeah. who killed a bunch of people and buried them under the house. You know, right? They were a guy who just goes around and stabs people. Yeah, <laughs> you, so, <laughs> you, you, you go around and stab, <laughs> you stab Tan. You've done it twice. Oh my god. Uh, all right. Well, good answers. Good answers. Oh, thank you. Uh, last time on Legendary Four Adventures, finding Ruby in the Lime Labyrinth proved to be harder than the party thought. The tunnels constantly shift. Scribbit is now acting strange, and a spirit has made the dark corridors into a hunting grounds. 
we pick up right as this dark spirit flies towards Tortuga with a menacing purple glow in its eyes. That's right. I remember I'm in, I'm in my shell, I think, right? Yes, you are. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, could I have everybody make me a wisdom saving throw? Yikes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Oh, uh... And, and we're still at disadvantage yeah, here on these, right? Because we're all exhausted. No. We haven't... What? Yep. Surya only... Surya has okay. disadvantage on them. You guys just have disadvantage on skill checks. Oh, that's not... A, okay. Well, saving throws with my disadvantage, yeah. I've got a four. I got a six. Oh, my God. Without disadvantage. <laughs> what did I get? You got a, I get, two. a two. Two. Oh, I'm glad I didn't see it. I'm glad. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'd rather you just tell me one of those. We all, yeah, failed yeah, you, by far. I'm you all failed. Um, by the way, quick thing, uh, Surya, uh, death saving throws are also considered saving throws. So you, if you ever go unconscious, oh god, um, oh wow, just just letting you know, that's a little scary. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you all fail and you are frightened. Uh, you have the frightened condition here. Which I believe just like stacks your disadvantage. It's it's not that much. Uh, but basically, like while you're in presence of this thing, it doesn't feel great. You can make saves in the future. Uh, but the first thing that happens is this purple smoke swirls into Dustin's shell. <gasps> oh, what? And then the light goes out again. The sun drop does. Yes, it goes out again. And uh, you hear something rustling on the cart. Surya, make me a sleight of hand check, please. Also with this image. Uh, okay. 14. So you are holding this bag of sundrops, and you feel small, scaly hands grab the sundrops from you and run down into the darkness. Oh my god. As the light what? goes away and your dark vision shifts back into place, you... And Julian can see in the dark, but Tortuga is completely blind. So is the whatever just grabbed those uh, completely gone? Or is can we see, like, you know, something moving in the distance? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you, you see a small lizard-like creature uh, at the end of the hallway, like behind you, because you guys kind of came to a dead end. Here. I'm going to immediately uh, fire off a couple sun bolts at this thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Roll attacks uh, with disadvantage. Oh, nat one. And the other one's a 25, which is good. Okay. Um, well, your first one, uh, you can roll damage for the second one. I'll let you do that. Okay. That's 10. Oh, uh, it's nine. It, yeah. Uh, the other one was a crit, but that doesn't count. Okay, so your sunbolt lights up uh, this figure for a second, hits it right in the back, and you see that it's Scribbit. Uh, and when you hit him, some purple smoke kind of like comes out of his back, but he just keeps running. Tortuga, you are still on the floor. Uh, something felt weird when that smoke went through you, when this weird spirit went through you. And you, are you still just kind of like turtling? Uh, yeah, am I still blind? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't see anything. You, you might have seen flashes from behind you, uh, but they don't really light up anything other than that weird pile of blackened and withered vines that you were observing before oh so i'm not like i'm not like actually blind no you oh. just don't have dark vision and oh. it's pitch black right now gotcha okay 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 uh <clears throat> yeah i get i get out of my shell a little apprehensively you know peeking around the corners 
you know? Okay. Give a little, give a little peek. Yeah, you, I mean, you don't see anything. I, I mean, unless you're, like, chasing after Scribid. Um, but you don't see anything other than this pile of vines. But Surya and Julian, you notice that the little symbol on his chest, the labyrinth, just, like, glows for a second and then fades away. Oh, uh, like no. it's gone? Yep, it looks like it's gone. No. Tortuga, you're... Your symbol is is gone. What? I, I like get out and I look at my my chest. I I don't yeah. know if the darkness would affect this uh, in the first place, but I don't know. Do you feel like you no longer would be able to find your way out? You feel hopelessly lost. Fuck. Oh, fuck, guys. Anyone got a map? <laughs> uh oh. Alright. Um this is, uh, Surya this is, is idea, going guys. Surya is going to kneel and close her eyes and take a moment and uh I have the feet stillness of mind so I can use an action to end my frighten. So I, I am no longer frightened. Okay. I center myself. Sounds good. Yeah, you, you just you calm yourself and you no longer feel that dread of whatever that spirit was. Uh the other two, you still don't want to go to where Scribid went, but uh, it might be your only option at this point. Unless you want to start looking for Ruby and dodging whatever that was. Um, Surya, right now, I think uh, while my wisdom didn't help me before, right now, it is telling me that you are of the, e, uh, of the you know, clearest mind. You think you could uh, lay out a good plan for us here? I've, I've got nothing. All right. Freak the fuck out. We have to act quickly, I think, because really our only lead is Scribid, and he just ran. I say we follow him. Julian, take Tortuga's hand, lead him like a little baby child, and we will run after. <laughs> All right. If you guys find anything on the ground, a sun drop, a swash of cloth, a uh, little uh, scance, a bit of blood, uh, anything, let me know. We'll have uh, Susan take a, and uh, we'll we'll chase out. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep my eyes open. Let's go. She takes off running. All right. I hop on Susan and uh, grab a rope, and I'm gonna tie it around Dustin's waist, <laughs> like a like a one of those um, kid leashes, you know. Drag him along. Yeah. And I'm just gonna, yeah, like not at like an unreasonable pace, yeah. like at a walking fast walking yeah. pace, but I'm gonna be like. Tortuga, this is for your own good. I'm afraid too, but Susan is honestly going to just do the work for us here. Susan says something in her Susan language. Tortuga, I know you broke your lantern back in the phase spider fight, but do you have any yep. other form of light? Uh, I mean, I I probably got some some total matches with me. <laughs> uh, See, I can tell you right now, I do not. Yeah. I even say that at some point out loud. Well, Back are there during any, the spilling? I lost are there any torches on the wall? Have we passed any torches on the wall? It's just like a that green are like void. unlit. It's just like a green tunnel. Yeah. Ah, shit. Oh wait, what was? You said there was a pile of vines. There is. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go grab some sticks. Let's go grab some okay. sticks, and then we're gonna we're gonna fashion a little a little uh uh try and make a torch. DIY torch. Hell yeah. 
DIY torch with some sticks that are probably still green. You and know, you would so know not gonna that I can light that too. Uh, and I'll oh, rip yeah. the sleeve, my sleeves off, and this yeah. will be like one of those like upgrading my outfit moments. And I'll let you use my sleeves as like the things you wrap around the top of the torch. Yeah, you know I'm trying mean? to trying to see. Uh, you just don't use my sleeves, and I ripped. Them I might for no reason. <laughs> so well. First of all, you you can't really see him very well. Dustin, you can barely see five feet in front of you. Um, But they appear to be like black and withered. They're still vines, though. So they're like not stiff sticks. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're a little bit slimy, too. So I don't know if I mean, if what do you want to roll for? You can either roll something knowledge based to figure out what these are, or you can roll something to try to fasten a torch. Uh, I want to roll sleight of hand so I can try to like you know get a bunch of them you know I, I don't know I, I don't even know how to describe what I'm thinking but hmm, you know, I don't think that's what sleight of hand is for in, you know uh, time and a knot do random things you know uh, what about uh, I I would let you roll survival I'll do uh, I'll do s- nature or you could just roll a base intelligence check too I do survival fourteen hey. Uh, not bad. Yeah, so you you make like a ball of vines. Mm-hmm. It's not like super impressive, and I mean, but I could it also doesn't that, seem super. I could stick that at the end yeah. of my sword. Yeah, no, easily. You you stick it on the end of something, and it works fine. It just doesn't shed as much light as a normal torch. So let me find mm-hmm. Sam while he's doing that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. roll a knowledge nature, even though I don't have a good nature check to see uh if based on like what's going on here if i can deduce that there's an oil in these vines that burns i got a 12 no it doesn't seem oil it seems diseased like it almost seems like there's something wrong i mean you don't really think it's anything that would harm you but but there's nothing about the vines that like gives it a longer burning time factor or anything like that it's correct gotcha it probably being like slimy vines actually makes it worse. But like you make a small fire. I'm going to say, I mean, you probably have like a flint and tinder and stuff and uh, you light it up and uh, it'll be half as effective as a normal torch. So 10 foot radius of bright light and then 10 feet uh, of dim light additional out from there. By the way, Surya, not waiting for this to happen. She ran off towards Scribid, trying not to waste time. Okay, uh, roll a survival check for me. Okie doke. Oh, one of them's in that 20, but I got to take the 12. Wait, uh, just to double check, multiple of us still have an inspiration point. Is that just like you can use that to take yeah, an advantage? I could. Do you have to say that before you mm-hmm. roll or after? Uh, I haven't told you if you succeeded or not, so if you want to use that and take the 22, you certainly can. Yeah, I think this is an important moment i want to get my sun drops back i'm gonna take i'm gonna use the inspiration that i got at the beginning of last episode for winning the uh wrestling game so i'm using that i'm taking the nat 20 so you rush off down to this t and you see where he turned and right at the end of the tall hallway it seems like he's gotten a, a head start on you uh but he turns again i'm just following him Get after him. Trying to get him. Tortuga and Julian. Uh, you see Surya disappear. 
we're just gonna walk in that direction and brisk pace. All right, right as I see Julian disappear, I'm gonna use the word send or use the spell sending, which is a spell I've been wanting to use the entire campaign. It's basically me being able to communicate with my mind to someone I'm familiar with. Uh, and I can, it's a short message, and then they have the ability to respond in a similar manner. Oh, yeah. I All think right. across any distance. Was, uh, so I think it's just a one time thing, like me there, him back. So I'm just going to quickly tell uh, Surya with my mind Surya, leave some kind of a breadcrumb trail for Susan to follow. I'm going to say that with my mind. Ripping off part of a wrap. And while I'm running, I'll just tear off some of my like arm wraps, my monk arm mm-hmm. wraps. I'll just tear off a bit of cloth and leave it on the ground and keep running. Uh, trying not to slow down at all, but to leave some form of like scent reference thing for uh, Susan the saxophone. All right, Tortuga, keep your eyes peeled on the ground for a wrap, but don't let it get caught in the shitty fire you got going on there because Susan's going <laughs> to sniff it up and we're going to find our friend. Hey, it's and, Roger uh, Dodger. I'll roll like a survival to look for this wrap. What do you think, Sam? So you follow Surya down to this T and you go right and a few feet ahead of you, there is a dead end. And what? at the end of it, there is some of the wrap. Fuck. All right. Well, Susan is going to sniff the wrap. And I'm going to grab you know, a piece and rip it off and put it with me just so I have it in case I can pick up the trail again later if this is truly a dead end trail. And I'm going to hopefully I can communicate well enough with Susan for this to work. I'm just going to be like, Susan... This is a dead end, but keep your keep your nose open, and then we're gonna turn around and start heading in the other direction on the T. Uh, have Susan roll a perception check for me, and I'm gonna say you do not have advantage on this because the tunnel is a lot more difficult than it was earlier. What Susan <laughs> get? It's a natural twenty for a twenty-three. Right. Oh, wow. 20. Susan is kind of like moving back and forth, and you guys are trying to stay together with the. Uh, this uh, machine that you have being pulled by some trio drones as well. You go off into the different direction, and it still is gonna. It's gonna take a bit of time to find Soria, uh, but you feel like you're on the right track. Nice, good girl, and- Susan. I like push a button or something. You know, <laughs> like one of the saxophone buttons yeah. to like make a note change. <laughs> uh, Soria. You follow, um, my gosh, Scribbers. You follow Scri- Yeah, you follow Scribbid, and uh, you're kind of going down these corners. You're turning. You're just every time it comes to a T, you just like barely see him out the corner of your eye. Go in a different direction, and you manage to follow him. Uh, but there is this final, last, long corridor, and at the end of it. There is a room filled with pools of a dark purple liquid and swirling mist. So, like, pretty much everywhere in this room is covered with this weird sticky purple liquid. And you see on a piece of dry land, there appears to be a small humanoid creature with uh, red hair. (gasps) Uh, okay, okay. And Scribbid's gone? 
and Skirbit's gone. There are a few other uh, corridors branching off. Uh, it's, let's say like two two other corridors branching off of this room. Uh, but yeah, it, the this humanoid appears to be curled up in a ball and just like holding their head and you can't see the face at all. Okay, uh, Surya's going to slow down a little bit but continue walking towards this room and call down the hall. Ruby! You just hear some soft crying. <laughs> oh. Sunshine down on me. She's gonna... She's gonna enter the room and try and approach Ruby. Trying to avoid these pools of liquid if she can, but, you know. Um, sure. I'm, I'm gonna say you're gonna try to, like, kind of jump from dry spot to dry spot. Yeah. You jump to this first little spot. You're still probably like 15 feet away. You jump to another one, 10 feet away. And then right as soon as you jump to the last one, Ruby turns into purple smoke. And out of this liquid is a huge black snake with red marking on its head. And it actually has orcish features. Oh, I'm surprised you don't recognize me. And uh, it goes to bite you. Uh, that's gonna hit you for sure. I rolled a 19 on the die. Um, so I am gonna need you to make a Constitution saving throw, please. That's in that one. Oof. Okay. Um, you are going to take six points of piercing damage. Okay. And 27 points of poison damage. Yikes! Okay. Soria, you cry out in pain. Tortuga and Julian, you hear this, and uh, um, Susan switches directions quickly and runs down this long hallway, and you come into another part of this. I need everybody to roll initiative. Hey, uh, can can I just go into my shell and do my icy slide while getting pulled by... Uh, yeah, by, I thought that's by, what was happening. I mean, oh, okay, how, yeah. who's holding the torch, though? sticking out yeah i got, got one hand out <laughs> yeah there you go it's just i got a 23 for initiative i got a seven and i got a six all right fun 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 times for you okay surya this thing is biting into you and it seems like it's draining life from you but it, oh, you do manage to respond quick enough it is your turn I, I'm going to do burning hands on its face. Okay. It rolls a dexterity saving throw. DC is 16. 19. Fuck. So it'll take half damage. Okay. So that's going to be six damage. Okay. All right. Uh, This huge snake just like, I guess it's large, but it's still, it's still probably like as thick as a tree trunk and... 30 feet long or something and just kind of like coils out of this purple liquid you blast it with fire and it releases you from its bite okay. and uh it, it turns away for a second 
when it turns around, it sees Tortuga and just says, Ah, oh, welcome, my little minion. Uh, and she is going what? to cast a spell here. A nope. Tortuga, can you make me a wisdom saving throw, please? You have disadvantage on this. Okay, great. I got a nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Tortuga. I'm on her side. <laughs> yes, actually. Oh, fuck. Uh, she casts Dominate Person. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Uh, so this is more than Charm Person here. <laughs> I got uh, dominated. Yeah. Uh, Julian, you just see, like, the life go out of his eyes, and he has that same blank stare that uh, Scribbit had. And Tortuga just turns to you. Tortuga, can you uh, can you make some attacks against against Julian? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh... I'll do... Uh, I'll do a nice little... Great ice rapier, double, double slashy slash. Okay, uh, thirteen. You missed. missed. I'm gonna yeah. do like a matrix right. dodge, <laughs> slow motion. I see the ice <laughs> above right. my face, and I get like cold. You know, I <laughs> breathe in cold air. Wait, do I do it twice? Or? Um, no. Since you are using the great sword, then uh, you can't use your bonus action to attack with it. Uh. Hey, um, oh. any guesses to who you think this is here? Any guesses? Anything coming back to bite you here? Julian, it is your turn. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to like lift myself back up from the matrix dodge and breathe out. And you'll see my breath because I just breathed in, you know, some cold air from Dustin's swords. It's like a badass little moment. And then I'm just going to... um. <gasps> pull out my loot and immediately just strum a really heavy chord on it that's like dissonant and confusing sounding almost just a very very chord and use synaptic static against the uh beast with which we are fighting it's a pretty badass spell Yes, it is an area of effect spell. I will say this room isn't super big, so you can either hit Surya or you can hit you and Tortuga in addition to the... We'll take it. I think Surya's, like, close to death. Unless, I don't know, Tortuga's always close I'm to death. I'm all right, actually. So I still have half that. my health, just so you know. Wait, it, what's the layout here? Is it like just Surya and this thing are close together and then me and Dustin are on the other end of the room, basically? All right, so we're back on the map now. Uh, this is kind of what I was thinking. It's it's kind of in between you and Tortuga is kind of blocking you off. Oh, all right. Sorry, Surya. Yeah, Surya's going to take that hit. Boom. I'm just going to kind of make it in the middle of the room, you know, just like a big middle void area sure synaptic static i'll even say that it'll be like a heavy metal thing synaptic static as i strung the board uh surya make a what is it wisdom saving throw okay i got a four because i have to be at disadvantage because i'm exhausted 
Sorry. Uh, and I got a f- 21. So, fuck. Okay, so, Surya, <laughs> you take 28 points of psychic damage. Now I'm not doing it. And right. nothing happens to this guy, or is it half as much? It's half, half as much. Half as much. Okay. Half as much. But, Surya, you are also... You have muddled thoughts for one minute. During that time, you roll a d6 and subtract that number rolled from all attack rolls and ability checks, as well as constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. Okay. So... Look I'm just good gonna here. like, oof, like slow, like stop playing the metal music and be like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Consequences coming back, but Soria, it is your turn. Uh, what does this thing look like? It's doing. Where is its attention? Uh, it, it's still probably on you. You are still closest to it. Yeah. Okay. And he, uh, it's leaving Tortuga to fight Julian. I got some badass things coming. It's going to be dope. Uh, well, God. um, <laughs> I am going to, I assume I being dropped by this thing kind of landed on my side and I feel tucked into one of my pouches. One of the only possessions that I have on my, on my body and I'm carrying around with me. Little's world's smallest potion. I feel it in okay. my pocket. And I'm going to take it out. Don't know what it does, but I'm chugging it. Or gulping it because it's a small potion. (laughs) Sipping it, maybe even. I am hoping that this will shrink me and I can get at it. Well, that's that's exactly what it does. It makes you diminutive for one minute. Okay, perfect. So you are a couple inches tall. uh, Very hard to see. Very even harder to attack. Uh, but you are also like you got one hit point. Like if something does hit you, it's not good. Okay, you could get flicked into non-existence yeah. right now. Well, I am going to <laughs> try and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Now, I mean, hmm, and this thing's pretty big, right? It's a huge snake. Yes, it's a lot. Yeah, it's large size. Okay. So. I am going to try and crawl up it. Okay, roll an athletics check for me. All right. Well, you can also run on straight circles. Right, I can. And I got a 14 on my athletics if that makes any difference. Well, what are you trying to do? I am trying to run up it and get to, like, the top of its head. Yeah, you can do that. I'd say, I mean, that's going to be your whole thing because you took the action to drink the potion and then you're there. Okay, Uh, next up, it, it is its turn. Um, let's see, what can it do here? Okay, it kind of like loses track of you. It was It's not really sure where you are, so it's just going to take a, a ray of frost at Julian here. So this blue-white light streaks out of its mouth and just full of cold energy, and it's going to hit you with a 20. So you are going to take... Ooh, I was trying to dive out of the way, and it, it must have hit me, and now I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, six points of cold damage. And your speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next round. So the total damage is what then? Six. Oh, okay. I thought. It's not bad. Just a cantrip. Saving its big things for something else. It's a cantrip, but it's such a big snake that it hurt like a... Yeah. Tortuga, it is your turn. Uh, Same thing, and then at the end of your turn, make a wisdom saving throw, please. 
All right. Okay, so I'm kind of in between uh, Julian and the snake, and uh, I'm just going to... So we're kind of at the entrance of like this sort of area. So I'm going to take mm -hmm. my dual ice rapiers. Obviously, they didn't work before. So I'm just going to very badassedly um, stick them into the side of the uh, of the walls, making it so that there's like only like a little tiny space that like one turtle could go through, kind of giving it so like a if Julian wants to come over here, he's kind of like he's stuck in between my rapiers. Um, and then I'm going to pull out my uh, what's it called? So I'm sorry, you stick you like stick your swords into the wall and then pull out a different weapon or something? Yeah, into the sides of the wall, into either side. Okay. And then I'm pulling out my halberd. Yeah, I'm just going to give him a poke cuz I'm assuming I can't I can't do anything other than that. If I like did another movement and then I wouldn't be able to attack him, right? You can attack him. Yeah. Well, would I be able to move and then attack? No. Uh okay. yes, because you have your dash action. Sick. Okay. Your bonus action, cunning, cunning action, whatever it's called. Okay. I'm going to jump up and bounce off of my rapiers and then do like a, uh, basically like a link downward stab onto Joylian. <laughs> okay. Roll to hit. Sick. Uh, you are fighting one on one, so you do get your sneak attack. Ooh. Um. Yeah, let's go. Uh, how big? Dustin, you know you are fighting. No, I know, Julian, but right? that was maybe one of the <laughs> sickest things I've ever done in my life. Against Gary, it's only... fuck you. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's only in 10 to hit. So uh, you kind of like slip a little bit on the first one. You still come down on it, but Julian has enough. I'll tell uh, you exactly why he misses. Because it's my turn next, right? Yes, uh, he has to make a wisdom saving throw first. Mm. Okay. Stand by. 15. Okay. That is enough. Uh, <gasps> Let's go. Tortuga, you slam down and like the spark that your halberd makes. Or Julian, wh what do you want to do? What were you, well, what were you thinking? Is something he's going to do affect me still? Uh, no, he he's because uh, I was saving a dimension door out of there. I was about to be like, "Oh shit, he's coming down on top of me!" and go Foof, and just like appear on the other end of the room, so he'd like land on nothing. If that's not possible, I'll dimension door after he attacks me. Always love a good like something's about to come down, and then all of a sudden the thing just disappears. Like where to go? <laughs> I'm right behind you, bro. Right here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. It's only whenever you take damage. So Tortuga is still under control, uh, but every time uh, he takes damage, uh, he makes a wisdom saving throw. Bam. I'm sorry. I read that spell wrong. Uh, so Tortuga, you pull your, or you go and hit your halberd, miss just as soon as Julian teleports away. Julian, where did you want to go? Um, I am going to go to the other end of the room here, here behind. Uh, so... Now Surya is on the same side of the snake as us. I'm going to f uh, flank it from the other end of the room at about 20 feet away from the snake, 15 feet away from the snake here. Okay. Uh, and Dimension Door, that is a full action? Yes, it was full action. Yeah. 
Uh, just reminding you, you do not have your hand crossbow anymore. Because uh, Viterra took it away from you when you shot poison at her. Uh, but... Wow, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Because... Uh, oh, yeah. It's not... I wasn't going to use... Oh. I wasn't going to use my hand crossbow. <laughs> <Yeah. at all. laughs> nah. Why would I do that? Okay. Why would that be the plan? Soria, you're up next. You are on top of this uh, giant snake. You are still very small, diminutive, if uh, if you will. Uh-huh. And what do you, you want to do? If I can get a view of its eyes without it seeing me, I would love to do that just to get a very quick glance, glance of an idea of how much it depends upon its eyes. Sure, roll a arcana check for me. That's a nine. I mean, as a creature, it's got eyes. You, you'd imagine they're pretty important. I'm going to try and uh, plop down on its snout, take out my solar sickle, and stab it into one of its eyes, and use some key points to have flurry of blows and send some sunbolts at its other eye. Uh, I will have you roll attacks for all of them. Since they are magic, I'm going to say you only deal one point with your solar sickle. Unless, did you take the 1d6 radiant damage extra? Uh, Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you, yeah, so 1d6 plus one, and then you get your normal sunbolt damage for the others. Okay. Solar sickle has a... Am I at disadvantage? I believe I am, right? Yes. 21. It's still going to hit. One of the Sunbolts has 13, and the other one has 12. But, I mean, I'm small, and this thing is pretty huge right in front of me. I'd like to make a case for that. Yeah, I'll cancel out that uh, disadvantage so everything hits. Awesome. Okay. Solar Sickle, 6 damage plus another D6, because that was the thing that I chose to charge it. Nine damage. So your solar sickle just deals one damage. Oh. And then the extra radiant damage on top. Gotcha. So that's four. So it'll be four. Four damage. Okay. We got sunbolt is six. Nice. Another sunbolt is seven, so 13 damage on the other eye. All right. I'm going to have it make a saving throw here. I mean, that's an eight. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to... This creature is blinded for... Hell yeah. For a, a certain amount of time. Put that little marker on him. Um, okay, next up is this snake. Yeah, it just says, I, I can't see. You know you will never escape me. Who is that? Yeah, fuck. I mean, that's like pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I like to hear. Uh, oh, I was just going to say, since uh, she's dominating me. Uh, is she like speaking into my mind? Do I like now know who yeah. she is? No, you just uh, like basically your body is a puppet, and okay. it feels like you are doing stuff against your will. Gotcha. Um, but it, it's I... it's you're hearing like responses from her, like she'll be like, "Kill the little gnome" and stuff like that. But uh, no, otherwise it doesn't have anything. Gotcha. Am I like, am I supposed to try as hard as I can to help her? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, your current course of action is to kill Julian. Like that's 
your that's goal it. right now. That's what oh, okay. she wants you to do. Oh, gotcha. And uh, until you take okay. damage, you have to do that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, uh, all of my spells are sight based. Um, Hell yeah! And I can't. I could try to bite. I, I don't have any other senses though, really. So, uh, she these uh snake just turns into smoke again like it's just purple smoke and it uh Surya, you fall but do you have slow fall i do as i do okay yeah uh, i'll just say like you open up your pantaloons and float to the ground <laughs> commonly. hell yeah uh tiny uh, little suri just going yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah she she turns into smoke and she is just going to say to Tortuga finish them off